This episode and every episode of A Beer With is recorded live in Diffuse Studios. So the studio is going awesome. We've got heaps of treatment in there. We're just building some more panels for the ceiling, actually, at the moment. Um, we've got the TV up. We've got new lighting. Uh, we've got a bit of mood lighting in there as well. Like I said previously, we've got the 8-inch Adams and the 10-inch Presonus sub. So it's a nice uh, sort of room to listen to your mixes in. Make sure that you've got everything perfect. And if you can bring your machine, you can put a few finishing touches on it too while you're there. Or block it out for a big block. Uh, great for collaborations. There's no distractions. It's good sound. Um, and you can work in you know a nice treated room uh, and split the cost between two of you. So um, perfect spot for collaborations. So if you want to get in touch, make sure you head to the website. It's www.diffusedstudios.com. You can go to the contact form and get in touch. Or you can find us on all socials just as Diffuse Studios. All right, Brisbane, this weekend... Friday, so it's the 1st of November, um, Will Clark playing at Prohibition. It's going to be an absolutely huge night. Um, I'm expecting there's going to be heaps of people there, um, plenty of industry people, I would imagine, um, and I'm going to be playing. I'm opening from 9 till 11.30, so I've got the open shift. So if you want to come in early, come catch some tunes and then maybe catch up for a beer afterwards, make sure you do. It's a free event. Uh, Will Clark is a huge DJ from around the world, um, productions, you know, on, on heaps of major labels and stuff. Um, and I actually found out recently he's actually one of the – uh, founders of um, Dirty Bird Records in terms of um, I think he put money behind it and backed it at the start. So, um, yeah, it's going to be – I'm super keen. To, I've been talking to Will, um, you know, on socials already. Uh, we're going to get a quick back-to-back photo to see who's taller. Um, <laughs> so we won't be playing back-to-back, but we are going to get a photo because we're both quite short. So, um, yeah, make sure if you're coming out anywhere on Friday, um, come out a little bit earlier, come see me play some tunes at Prohibition in the main room. All right, so this week's a little bit different, guys. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode a little bit more about me for a little while, just to let some of you guys out there know a little bit more about me. So what I've done, uh, I've actually got two episodes. So I think the main episode will be one that was pre-recorded quite a while ago. This is back in May. Um, It was going to be for a friend's podcast, but it ended up sort of his podcast has gone in a little bit of a different direction. So this one actually works out perfect um, for my podcast. So this is one where he was interviewing me for his podcast, um, and we do cover a lot of different things that I'm interested in. We touch on music at the start, but it's only very brief. So what I've also got is another episode, which will be a bonus episode. It's a solo episode where I'll just be talking. Uh, it'll just be me, and it's basically just running you through um, sort of my journey in music, starting out you know, when I was young playing trumpet, um, You know how I sort of picked up DJing and, and started producing and stuff like that. Um, and just my journey with music and the studio and everything. Um, so if you really, and the podcast too. So, um, that episode will be separate to this one. Uh, this one is going to be the unreleased episode of my friend's podcast, uh, Craig. Um, and that, that actual podcast is called the next episode. So you should go check that one out. But yeah, for now, let's run that music and get this episode underway. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we've got Boy King Koi, which is me. This is an episode that was recorded for my friend's podcast. Um, In this episode we discuss 
music, uh, how I like my sort of mentality and how I like to look at music, uh, particularly with production. We then talk a little bit about nutrition. Uh, there's a bit of self-development. Self there's a bit on my past life, um, gymnastics and sport and growing up, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, this one captures a lot of, of uh, topics that I'm really interested and passionate about. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this one and you get to know me and some of my other passions a little better. All right, so let's just get straight into this one. So as always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer With Me. Boy King Koi. I want to give a uh, special welcome to my next guest, Jai. Thanks hey. for uh, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? What's been happening? What have yeah, you been up to? really good, man. Thanks for having us. It's, it's I'm pretty pretty stoked to be on the show. Yeah, man. Um, Jai and I both you know recently started our podcast um, pretty much the same time, and you know been helping each other and uh, sort of jumping on this journey together. And um, I'll. You know, be, I'll put your, uh, you know, plug you sort of later on the episode. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can talk, talk about, about what you're up to and what and what you do. Um, but yeah, man, what um, what's been happening? Uh, just just heaps of, to be honest, a lot of podcasting, really, um, music as well. But um, sort of really loving that podcast. Um, you know, the journey. It's at the fun, moment. Hey? yeah. It's fun, and um, probably got to thank you a little bit because you kind of you kind of. Uh, gave me a bit of a kick up the backside to I, I had the idea for my podcast sort of yeah you're saying well back four or five years ago and I sort of just I had the equipment I had everything I needed I just I don't know maybe it was a confidence thing or or maybe it was it just wasn't the right time but um, you know when when you sort of came to me and said oh I want to you know want to do this podcast and 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 I was like oh perfect I wanted to do a podcast ages ago and it was just sort of a good I suppose good timing because we could both it's nice to bounce off each other yeah and it's nice to sort of support each other and just like you know learn together and and um you know and watch watch out it's nice to have someone there that's doing that. yeah and to figure it out together too like you know you had looked into some things that I had never looked into for sure. before for it and um and so that sort of you know helped me along to to be able to do it so um, yeah, it was just just good timing, I think, and um, yeah. So I've been I've been doing lots of podcasts, busy podcasts, and you've yeah. had a few releases with your tunes coming out. Yeah, yeah. So I just released an EP, um, sort of late last um, last month, um, and in April, and yeah, my first EP it was on High Tech Records. So um, yeah, I was really excited for that. Um, I still am excited for it. Um, and yeah, it was just something that I'd worked on for a while. That one, uh, it's only two tracks, but it's definitely like my best uh, productions yet. And I, like I even was just saying today, like I, I just posted a thing on on Instagram, it's just sort of saying sometimes when I listen to those two songs, I can't believe I made them because <laughs> just because that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, because you know. you know I listen to them like I know I made them, and I I can remember the whole process, but. When you just listen to the final product, it's sort of just amazing that, yep. you know, and especially it's been about two years since my first ever release and to see the progression from from yep. back then to now is just, it's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, just really happy with that. And I've got a heap more releases coming. I've got one coming uh, 24th of May, yep. um, which is on High Tech Records as well. Um, same sort of sound, same sort of... It's a little bit different, to be honest. Um, it's still like... Probably still, I don't know, my stuff's very mixed between maybe like Tech House, uh, maybe a little bit of G House influence, a little bit of Electro House. Um, so there's a heap of different vibes in there. This one's probably got 
a little bit more of the sort of womp sound I like to call it, the wubs and stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit more... Sort of experimenting with some of those sounds? Yeah, I Or has just sort of happened in this track? Yeah, yeah I have been. Um, and sort of mixing them in with what I do. And um, like most of the time when I am in the studio, it's experimenting. For sure. Like I never... You're just jamming, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I go in with ideas, but a lot of the time working on music is just having a play and chucking plugins on and, and yep. then, you know, and then trying to use something else really Do you have things creatively. like throughout your day that just sort of give you ideas and, you know, sort of inspire you to, you know, reopen tracks or things that you go, bang, that's exactly what I wanted to sort of, you know, create and yeah. you go back to the studio, you know, that night. hundred percent. And it's something I, I talk about with, um, with people is using just like the voice recorder in your phone. I'll just like hum or, or do a little beatbox, little beatbox. or sing yeah. something into my phone and record sure. it. Um, just if I get an idea when I'm out and about, but like for me, sometimes I'll just wake up with an idea. It's, um, I'm really creative in the morning, which is a bit strange. Most people aren't, most people are more creative interesting. at night yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting for me. Like I, I come up with a lot of my best ideas first thing in the morning, um, or, or once I've woken up a bit, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, you know, like I get influences from hearing other people's music, um, just from hearing old music, um, sometimes it's not music. Maybe it just be, might be a sound. Yep. Or, man, back back you know, to what you're saying about how you know you would record in yeah. your phone things like that. Man, so many times where like you know, being a you know in construction game was like my day to day thing, and I'd be on like a roof, and you know, you'd come up with this idea. And I'd get my phone out and you know, make sure I was looking. I'd quickly, you know, hum it and get the melody and you know, yeah. like whatever, a little yeah. bit of a beat and and then yeah, just boom, back in your pocket. Might do that like five, six times a day. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if I'm writing lyrics and stuff, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a quick little verse. Yeah, quick, quick. <laughs> you know, pretend you're uh, working away. You know, yeah, that's where your it. head's at though. Hey, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. But that's it. Hey, you know, you know, you get inspiration. You find it just through just life and just what's around you. Yes, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Hey, yeah. Most people try it think that they can sit in a room and it'll come to them. Yeah. And I mean, for some people it can. Some people are brilliant brilliant like that, you know. Um, But, you know, I I also think that surrounding yourself with other people who are creative and and motivated to do, you know, um, similar things to what you're doing, it doesn't have to be like the same thing. Yeah. But just maybe similar. Yeah, for sure. And you can, you know, well, it's just about having a conversation. Collectively, it's how you create you know, is through other people's input and, you know, ideas. And it's, it's well, some people are, you know, on, on their own journey and they really are just like they do it all on their own. But yeah. I always feel like, you know, I I would work better with, you know, other people um, with their input and yeah, just like, exactly. you know, yeah. And if I'm with my music, like I've got a heap of these processes now that I do and I, and I like to have stages where I like to say sort of people, uh, I let other people touch the music, I guess, um, in terms of like helping to do with mix downs and sending away for mastering and feedback and, and just heaps of different things like um, running synths through, um, you know, patches through analog gear and stuff and saying, oh, you should play with the settings for a little bit and just have a go and, you know, like, so it's that sort of, um, you know, bouncing ideas off other people sure. and I suppose just, um, you know, you might learn something from them. Definitely. Um, and it might take important. you down the road that you weren't, you know, thinking about yeah. you were going, you know, with yeah. that sound and you go, oh, shit. That's exactly. Actually, and sometimes what works. they come up with, maybe I don't use that, but maybe that inspires a new idea that I create. So um, you never know what, you know, what's going to happen once you give something a go. Um, so I think that's... Yeah, something that I sort of one of my approaches to music, anyway, especially creating. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. 
So, you know, we'll, we'll get back to a bit more about the music side of things um, a little later on because I know that's a big part of your life. But I guess I know a little bit about you in terms of that world. Yep. But maybe I don't know so much about, you know, what else makes, you know, your your mind tick and, you know, what other things that you get excited about. Like like I said, you know, like I know music, you know, it's a big part of your, uh, your day-to-day life. Yeah. But definitely. what other things are you passionate about? What other things do you find interesting? What... You know, what do you? Yeah, what makes you tick? Well, like one thing in particular, I'm really interested in is like nutrition, yeah. um, and particularly a lot of the um, like the the latest research and science that's out there about it. Um, I, I I listen to a lot of podcasts about nutrition and stuff like that, um, and some really in depth ones as well. So you're getting like people who are actually doing clinical research. Yep, they haven't released the the you know the article it hasn't been peer reviewed or anything because it's still they've only just doing it but the conversations there and you yeah can, you so can you actually listen before yeah, it even like before it even hits like you know the general population sort of and and most of that most of the research that they find out even when it does get published it'll often take like three four years for it to sort of disseminate into the public sure things sure. like it things, gets lost hey? yeah things and, like, and quite important information like you yeah. know I guess when it comes to the surface when it's actually Legit. Yeah. Things like restricted feeding window, which a lot of people now call intermittent fasting, where you sort of don't eat. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, you only eat, say, from 10 in the morning through to 6 or 5 at night, and then that's the only time you eat. Yeah, I do like 2 2 p.m. to about, you know, 7.30, 8 p.m. at night. Yeah. And then I like, yeah, I still have like, you know, coffee or water, you know, no calories or anything like that. Yeah. But it's like I didn't try you know, for that to happen, it just naturally happened somehow. Yeah. It's like it just slowly yeah. got more and more, um, you know, pushed in the afternoons. And then, yeah, that's sort of like my eating window now. Mm. Um, but I know that you've you've done a couple of different diets, yep. you know, and you know, talk a little bit about maybe some of the diets that you've been yeah, on. And so, that's, you know, um, quite like, some big changes. Yeah, like the one, the probably the biggest one Experimenting for me. too, hey. You yeah, know, it was more yeah. just experimentation. Yeah. The one for me was the keto diet um, and and – like, again, this is something where I'm talking about where the knowledge was out there, but it wasn't in the public so much. So I probably did it maybe, oh, it's probably it's probably going on four or five years ago now, like, you know, ages ago. I mean, it's a, it's a big hot thing now. Everyone's doing keto and that. But when I was doing it, it wasn't quite so big and it was a little bit more controversial, yep. um, you know. Um, a lot of people weren't doing it and people didn't understand it at all. Would you know? want to explain a little bit about yeah, what, you know, so, what that diet is? So, ke- uh, you know, ketosis they call it or the keto diet and it's it's basically where you're putting your body into a state where it's using mainly fats as an energy source and to do that you have to cut out sugars and anything that's really high in carbs. The reason for that is your body can only really do one thing at a time. It can only really burn carbs sure. or fats. Yep. Um, and that's, you know, um, so because you can only do one at a time, you have to sort of starve your body of the carbs and sugars for it to become efficient at breaking down the fats. Um, and, yeah, there's a heap of benefits that come with that, um, you know, like a more satiated, which means that you're, you know, you feel fuller um, for longer after meals. Um, and the way I describe um, like keto and how it works in your body to people who maybe don't know about it or, or haven't looked into it is, is I talk about it like um, a fire. So you're making a fire, like, you know, at a campfire campsite. Yep. So if you think of your your carbs and your sugars as your small kindling and your small sticks, 
So when you pluck them in the fire, they burn really bright, really big, and lots of yep, energy. Vibrant, yep. yep get it, they catch on really quick, but it, it lasts really short. Burns it up and it's gone, you know? Um, so that's your sugar and carbs. There's some, things that are like maybe your fats and your proteins. I think of that more as like a big log, you know? You put a log onto a fire. You're not going to get heaps of energy really quick and, and you know, this huge uh, It's a flame. process that slowly burns. Yeah, it's yep. a slow burn that will continually, you know, burn mm-hmm. for hours and hours. So that's really what you're trying to do is you're trying to get your body to burn those fats. Um, there's heaps of other things that come along with that, with the diet. Um, you know, people always, with diets, they always look at just like maybe weight as one factor um, or, or appetite, but... When you're looking at sort of diets, there's a heap of like there's all these other health factors that are affected that people don't think about, and they think a diet is just about my weight. Um, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, losing weight, putting on weight. Yeah, you know, um, getting muscle. Or it's like I hate when I see people who just they go to the gym and work out just so they can eat like shitty food. That is really bad for you because there's like you can't see. Well, totally. I mean, yeah, we. I mean, so recently I've been, you know doing a lot of reading up on like the stomach essentially being, you know, another mind, mm. right? Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's huge. So um, you're starting to get into the the whole uh, microbiome stuff so, and yep. learning about the connections. Yeah. yeah. Really and interesting, isn't it? It is, yeah. Super it's, interesting. It's basically like what what um, comes up with the, the thinking process first, you know, does the stomach talk to the brain and then, the, yeah. you know, or is it, you know, the other yeah. way around? And this is, again, something that, you know, I started looking into this um, with the gut microbiome maybe a year, two years ago, sure. maybe even longer ago when yep. there was – there actually was some pretty good research out there indicating that, you know, this has a huge effect on the body. Um, and, again, it's only something that now is sort of starting to get into the media and the public. Yeah. But even that, it's still I have friends who I talk about gut microbiome and they sort of go, oh, that's just – no one believes in that. That's yeah. just, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, there, there's a lot of um, – you know, new research and some stuff that the guys, the uh, ATP Science podcast, they talk about that and they, they actually do have a product that they sell. Um, but it's, they go right in depth and they talk about it all the time. They're, um, because they're a combination of, you know, they're a combination of, they've got a homeopath, um, like an actual nutritionist, and I think someone else who runs a supplement company. Right. Okay, so so it's a good, it's kind of a good mix of, of you know, the, na- the naturopath, homeopath has sort of a bit more of the natural remedies and stuff. Yep. But then you've got the nutritionist who brings a science element and they both sort of look at the same articles and research together and figure it out from both sides. So it's really interesting. That is very that interesting. Podcast. Yeah, it's very, um, I'd say it's like, it's very reasonable in terms of it doesn't go too into the natural medicine side of things, but it doesn't go too into the science. It's sure. a really good balance. Yeah, okay. um, so that's a really good one if people, um, you know, want to listen to nutrition podcasts. Totally. And, and they've got heaps <laughs> of different stuff um, on gut microbiome, which is, you know, which is awesome. But the thing that a lot of people don't understand as well is, you know, if we get back to it's not just about weight, you know, it's about how your organs yeah. are working, metabolic sure. processes. Well, so it's a part of the mental state as well. Yeah. You know, it's how you that, feel. That's you it. Know, the, yeah. um, you know, the relationship with, you know, your stomach, you know, into, yep. you know, your emotions yeah. and, and how you feel. Like, yeah. you know, everyone just thinks, well, you know, that all your emotions come from your thought process, but yep. essentially it's your whole body. Yeah. 
you know? It's a combination. It's a combination. Yeah, it's complex. You know, like, and that <laughs> we can, I guess, you know, the whole relationship with food and, you know, what food can do for your mental state, you know, like for the relationship with food and your emotions is yeah, huge. Yeah, exactly. And not many people really un- understand that or yeah. know anything about that. Yeah, exactly. Even, even to the point where I just had recently on my, um, on my podcast, someone I know that is doing a fast, um, he did a five-day fast. So he didn't eat for five days. He just had water, some minerals, like, you know, like um, uh, salt, um, just... Any supplements? Like I think he... What, what did he say? He had no, no, like, nothing that would give him energy or, or anything like that. What, what um, was the reason for? Apple cider. He's had apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. something that's in cream of tartar uh, and water, basically. So he just did a five-day fast. And... Um, like the really cool thing that he brought away with it and a really cool thing that I sort of got from some of the fasts I've done is that it gives you another, like I call, I like to call it a tool in your backpack. So if you don't feel like you there's any good food around that you should eat, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, we're taught that we have to eat three meals a day, every day, but it's not true. No. Like it, I know it's hard for people to, you know, who have never done well, that. I mean, like. Done I, that before. I, don't get me wrong. Like I, it, it works for, you know, everything works for people, you know, different people. But, like, yeah. I, I say that, like, well, everyone's like, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the yeah. day. Like, you know, you need to have a big breakfast <laughs> yeah. to, to get yourself energy and you can to have get breakfast your protein. At two in the afternoon and, you know, if you to want. Get, your, get you through. And I'm like, well, I've gotten through this far. I reckon, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I'll have breakfast here and there, like, when you're out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, with it function. But, like, I, it's, I'm telling you, it's not many throughout the year. At no. all, and so um, I usually eat at ten. That's probably my first meal of the day. Yeah, and I, I yeah, guess a 10. lot of people, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people do. You know, they'll yeah. have a coffee or something, and then it'll be their first sort of meal. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm not a brekkie. I'm not a brekkie kind of guy anyway. Yeah. I've never. I love I'm, a good breakfast. Sometimes, like on the weekend, you can cook up a heap of stuff. Sure. You know, like hash browns yeah. and everything, and and really like do a good feed. You know, um, but. In general, I like I'm not into especially because I did keto for so long. I didn't eat carbs and sugars, so I don't I don't vibe with cereal, um, toast. Not really, you know. How are you fan. now? Like with yeah, with um, I guess you know you had trained yourself to not um give into like not that you were addicted, but I guess you're yeah. within like balance throughout your diet every day leading mm. up to that diet. Yeah, well, like how do you how do you feel now? You know. Do you still like? Do you have carbs now? Like, in yeah, I do. Sense? I do. Like, like, I I eat I eat what you would call a normal diet now. Sure, I guess, yeah. um, like balanced. You know, I will eat carbs. I will eat sugars. I will eat proteins and fats. I might go back. Are on you the mindful keto. with that now, or are you just like whatever now? I'm, well, I'm, I am mindful, but um, like also one of the um, one of the advantages I think of when I came off the diet was that my taste buds was actually had actually changed. So now I sort of. I don't really, I don't really like sweet things. Um, Did you? Like, well, I used to not mind sweet things, and I used to eat sweet things. But like, if I have a little square of chocolate now, it's so sickly sweet. Like, I won't, I will not want any more because it's just sure. too too sweet. Yep. Um. You know. So See, and then like um. So that's awesome. You know. Well, that's <laughs> it means great. That yeah. I don't. I don't have these cravings for well, really we do, sugary things. You know, we do um, overindulge. We do overeat and. Like, I don't know if you've heard of, like, like mindful eating, you know, yeah. like, um, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's a an example where, like, 
I don't know, did you ever have like sultanas growing up, like in your little lunch pack or? Yeah, yeah, a little or, or bit. Or just as an example, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, like for me, like I'd open up the little sultana box and I'd throw, you know, you'd eat all sultanas. The whole box. But like, <laughs> just one this, mouthful. As a, like a bit of an experiment there, um, it's like, you know, you'd get one sultana and you put that in your mouth and you yeah. chew on it and you suck it and you get all yeah. the sweetness and the sugar and it's like, oh, it's quite yeah. full on because you leave it in there long enough and you can get yeah, all those yeah. flavors yeah. and you get the initial hit. It's that initial yeah. hit, the endorphin hit, hey, like that. Yeah, that you get impact. that satisfaction. Satisfaction, yeah. Yeah, the bliss point as they call it. <laughs> and you do your second one and, you know, you chew on it, same sort of deal, you know, you suck on it and you get, you know, you're getting a fair bit of sweetness out of it. Yeah. And you think, oh, shit, you know, it's quite... It's quite sweet. And then the third one's up, it's actually like optional, you know, like if you really yeah, – You don't need it. You don't need it. But see, the thing is like, and, and, you know, that's that's my, probably like a weird example with the Sortanas, but like, you know. It still you works. Still, yeah, but it's the same deal. You know, a packet of chips. You open a packet of chips, you bang, oh, there's mm. a big flavor hit. Yeah. And then bang, second one, oh, I'm trying to get that initial flavor yeah. hit that I had. Third, fourth, before you know it, the whole packet's gone. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what, you know, we overeat, we overindulge. And I guess – People are sensitive with their food, but like portion control is a real thing. And yeah. it's 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 just a bad habit, really. Mm. But it doesn't take long to to, to reset, to yeah. change. It really doesn't, hey. It's like one thing, you know, they talk about how you're um we eat too quick and then your body doesn't or your mind doesn't have time to get the message that you're full. And then you've all, all of a sudden you've overeaten, you've eaten too much. You've already because eaten. you've eaten so quick because it yeah. takes that time for it to sort of realize, sure. oh, we're full. And and that's something that I've, I'm still working on. Even though yeah. like, I don't eat much now, but my diet is quite small. Um, I do quite like, you know, I do eat quite quick. You know, you know how to change that? There's, um, I, I heard some... some Mindful eating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, Slow it down, but it enjoy the um, tastes, you know. This wasn't necessarily research, but it was, um, well, it was part of a research project, but they, one of the findings they sort of found from it was they thought that a lot of Asian countries that are very slim and, you know, don't have a lot of overeating problems, apart from the fact that, you know, a lot of them might be third world or something like that, um, they, they, have a, they have a theory that it's because of chopsticks. Because with chopsticks, you, you actually can't eat really, really quick. Oh, you just stab it into the food. Yeah, yeah. But, you <laughs> but know, yeah, in general. Yeah, for sure, yeah. It's, it's a very, slow eating. It's a slow eating process. You can't get you can't, a huge spoonful and just yeah. shovel it in or big bites. Scoff it down, right. So there's like, they, there's like a theory that, yeah, it could be um, – that could be one thing that because they, they don't overeat because they eat it slowly and by the time they are full – their brains figured out, oh, we're full. Like, you don't overeat too much. There you go, folks. You've heard of it first. Yeah. Get your chopsticks. Yeah. Get rid of your cutlery and load yeah, up chopsticks. That's you'd it. Be, yeah, you'd be in shape in no time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, you know, that's really, um, really interesting, some of that stuff. But, like, that, so that's what, you know, something I'm interested in at the moment, nutrition and stuff. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a healthy thing to be into. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's cool, man. Yeah. And I think, um, because I'm into podcasts and things like that, it's sort of evolved from being into podcasts and I suppose doing a bit of like self-development. And yeah, that I was about to mention that, yeah. Well. yeah. I mean like with yeah nutrition, yeah, like for your own self-development, you know, mm. and self-growth, like where do you see yourself, you know, are you always trying to, you know, look for a better you? Are you always trying to like grow in terms of like yeah. who you are and that? Or- yeah, I am, but I always also say everything in moderation, including moderation. So, you know, like you got to be, you got to be a little bit of everything here and there, but sometimes you just need to blow out, you know, like, so like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm going to buy a packet of lollies and yeah. I'm going to eat them. Yeah. You know, screw the diet, but screw the nutrition. Cause like, I just, I know that, um, 
you're a really good learner. And I guess like, you know, people need to find their own way that they learn the best. Yeah. You know, um, like hundred percent. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a big thing. Like that's so important. So important. For sure. Yeah. Like I, you know, like, audio for me like podcasts is a yeah. really that's a big and it is for a lot of people yes i'm um, similar yeah i'm very similar yep yep like i i can sit there and read a book like a paper book yeah and you know just flick through and i i do get engaged in the story mm. but like i think i was telling you before like i need to listen to things a few times or i need to like yeah. read it a few times yeah and so like i you know i've had to like sort of try find like where I learn the best. Yeah. And, and I do. And I so important. Like, yeah. For totally. everyone. For yeah. everyone. Yeah. So important. Um, I'm, I've found that I'm more of like what I like to call a doer. I guess I got to practice things. Um, so like when I do music, I'll, if I'm watching a tutorial, I'll do exactly what I'm doing straight away. You know, I'll have it there and I'll be doing it at the same time. Or if it's something I can't do at the same time, as soon as I've learned it, I'll jump into a whatever I'm doing, writing or mixing, yeah. and try and use it straight away. Well, I'll be like, whatever I'm doing, I've got to try and use this. Definitely, yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah, to try and yep. try Someone and teaches that. you something right then and there. It's yeah. like, right, you know, pen and practice, yeah. you know, I'm ready to, yeah. you know, otherwise if time goes on, yeah, it's quite hard yeah. to get back to life. So I think that's important for people to figure out how they, they learn. Like I talk about that all the time with people. Like you have to figure out the best way for you to learn because – that's going to be important in so many other areas of your life, you know, not just your music or or doing sports yeah, or, it's just day -to -day. or it's, everything. Yeah, it's your work, job, yeah. it's it's everything really. And and to be able to learn about yourself as well, um, that's an important thing to be able to to learn and, and how you work, yeah. um, you yeah, know, yeah, like how your brain ticks. Or how else um, are you going to grow if you don't know how yeah. to learn? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's so like learning about yourself and, and how you work and, and, and all that stuff's like, super important like if I can use an example like of myself like something I've learned over the years is that I get like super super obsessed and super into things and like I'll go over, I'll do hours and out like I'll give you an example of tomatoes I grew tomatoes for a while um I did so much research into tomatoes the chemicals that they need for what stage of growth I bought all this stuff you know all this equipment watering, you know, a greenhouse, yeah. I spent all this money. <laughs> I, I grew them for about a year and then I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm over it. Like, so now I know that, you know, if I ever get right into anything, don't go out and spend a heap of money on it yet. Just wait. Do it for a bit. Do it for a bit. You know, do it on the cheap. You know, if, you, if you're still liking it and it's, you know, still yep. good in a little bit of time, then, you know, you can go back to it. So that's something that took me ages to learn and, and it's cost me a bit of money and, and that kind of stuff. I but, can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. I guess I have, um, you know, addictive <laughs> tendencies um, yeah. that is, yeah, can be quite toxic, can be quite bad. Yeah. But if you can find, you know, like healthy and, you know, educational, you know, yeah. uh, addictions that good are things, good, yeah. thing, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that's what music is um, for me. And as well with the podcasting now, um, it's that healthy addiction of something I love. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, doing that is something that I would always want to do. Like, yeah. I wish I could just I, – I do wish I could just do it full time at the moment. Like, I wish I could just do podcasting, write music, play gigs, and that was it. Like, that would – I, I really would love that at the moment. That sounds like a good lifestyle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I think most people would be like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. Yeah, sounds that, cool, that'd be right? real cool. Um, yeah, man. But so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, well, yeah, so yeah, that's that's really interesting that, you know, that, that's a, that you've, you know, take some time to research about, you know, food. 
Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just stuff like that. And, like, you know, I, I, it's something that's still important now. Like, I can still use that information on, on growing other things. And, you know, I've, I've grown, grown chilies and I had dragon fruit out the back of uh, my place recently. Love dragon fruit. Yeah, and they're super easy to, bro- like, grow. They're so easy. Really? You do, they're a cactus. You put them in the ground or in a pot. Like, they do get messy, so you sort of have to train them to grow on something. But I, I don't think I ever watered them. Man, I never knew that you were growing dragon fruits. Yeah, I never watered them. I never put anything, no fertilizer or anything. Just got a cutting off someone I knew, and they just they just take off because they're cactus. You know, they don't need heaps of sure heaps of um, water and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you know, and and I, I am still interested in like growing things and all that, but it's just it's just. I've got to spend more time on music and other things. <laughs> There's not enough time. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could. Good balance, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I had, yeah, just more time. More time, octopus, more hours in the day. More hours in the day, more more money to do time, to do things with as well. <laughs> it's be nice cool. to, you know, I guess, explore a lot of things throughout your life. You yeah. Know? Just to try. And I think I've done that my whole life. Mm. I've um, I've learned a lot about everything (laughs) and I've tried you know many things um my mates used to call me like a mixed bag like mixed bag of lollies like never never knew like what I was up to at any particular time yeah something so you know different to the other but I think that's the way to learn and you know the way to like just get through life by just trying new things and things that sort of yeah it is and I what you like and just to Figure it all out, really. Yeah, I've always been really, really diverse as well. Like I've always sort of said, I'm a, a you know the old jack of all trades, master of none. Sure. That that's definitely me. Um, growing up doing gymnastics as well as playing music and being quite academic as well, and then going to uni and having interest in like nutrition and science and technology, yeah. but still interested in rugby, you know, rugby union and league and you know sports and things sure. and and. I guess I guess the question of why is always something that for in for everything that that's really interested me so whether that's sports or music or 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 my life you know why did I feel like that yep. why did I have a really great time at that party last night and sometimes it's as simple as something as oh I only drank beer for most of the night you know I didn't get too drunk yep. like sometimes it's little things like that and now I you know now I know if I want to have a really good night drinking and and you know have a big night with you know don't start on spirits like i know that for me if i start on spirits it's gonna get halfway through the night i'm gonna be shit-faced and and i'm you know it might i'll just get tired and that like i'll just be too yeah too much whereas i know i can still get really drunk on beers but i'm not gonna be that absolute you know out of it blind drunk See, i I knew that a long time ago (laughs) put into practice but i feel like i'm on the decline now i'm slowly uh yeah, trying to um, limit how much alcohol I have, and yeah, you yeah. know, I kind of want to just be that, um, just that wine drinker, you know, yeah. just sort of just sip on some wine. I'm, yeah, a, I'm a, yeah I, I think I'm a big wine drinker. I enjoy yeah. enjoy a glass of wine. See, so I'm, I think you know, I'm really more into beer these days. Yeah, and I suppose my podcast being called a beer with sure, it's it's probably not helping the the drinking alcohol um, or drinking beer situation because have to limit them. Yeah, yeah, well, because we do have um, you know. Uh, you know, I usually have at least a six pack sitting there, and we'll we'll have some beers while we're chatting. Most of them go for an hour, hour and a half. So we're only really going to have maybe 
three beers in there, maybe four, depending on who the guest is. Yeah, right. But um, something you'd have to monitor though. If you're like trying to bang out a couple episodes a week, and I yeah, know, that's like... the thing. Like if I'm doing back, I haven't done any back to backs yet. Um, where I've done like two in a row. <laughs> sure. Um, but I was meant to do one the other week, and it is something you just I was conscious of to not have not drink too fast and not have too many because I knew I had to do another one. Um, but that that person actually cancelled, so I still haven't done a back to back yet. Um, but yeah, I think the fact of just having like people holding a beer or a drink, maybe not even drinking it. I think that loosens people up a little bit when you're having a conversation. It's almost like a shield they're holding. In front oh yeah, of, you no, know? I get it. I mean, I totally get it. It's, um, yeah. it's, you know, it's something that they can. They're comfortable. Feel, yeah. They can feel more comfortable, comfortable holding it and just. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. So it's been, it's been I, I interesting. Think like, yeah. That's a big thing actually. I think. That happens a lot. People like to sort of, yeah. you know, they have to hold in the stomach. They can yeah. sort of feel like, you know, they are comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you um, you kind of touched on just briefly then all those little things that you're talking about with, yeah. you know, gymnastics and sports and, yeah. you know, um, and you also said that, you know, you were studying. Yeah, so I studied. What? I was at uni. I went straight from, uh, from school, you know, straight to uni. Um, JCU Townsville doing physiotherapy. Tville, yeah, Tville. Was yep, up there all last year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was you know a pretty big portion of my life, I guess, um, at uni. And the thing is that, like, I didn't actually finish with my degrees, but I learnt how to learn, like we were talking about, yep. and so that has helped me since with music and also you know the self development and the nutrition stuff. Like I learnt all that basic stuff about how the body works That's at great. uni. So it's sort of, it's something that I'm still appreciative that I went and did. Um, and it's, you know, while I didn't finish my degree, I also did some sport and exercise science as a degree. Um, and I've done some research projects with, with lecturers and stuff. And I used to tutor research methodology at uni. So oh, wow. take 30 people in a class and go, well, this is the independent variable and the dependent variable. And this is how they interact. And this, you know, like yep. all the, all the stuff that goes with it. Um, so that was, yeah, that was, that was interesting teaching people um, that stuff because I'd only learned it the year before, but um, yep. we, we got to, yeah, we got to, I got to do that, which was pretty fun. So. Yeah, that's cool. Put yourself at ease. Well, not comfort zone if you're, you know, if you've taken the time, if you learn. Yeah, you it was pretty it easy to yeah. be honest because I'd just go to the, I'd, I'd get to go to the first, the lecturer would do her tutorial first. So I'd go to that, sit in on it, still get paid for that to yep. sit in. I'd also have all the answers. So I'd get to hear what she would go over and talk about and I'd have all the answers written to the questions. And so it was just a matter then of, I think I'd do her one at eight in the morning and then I'd do two hours later, I'd do four po- four podcasts, four, four <laughs> tutorials, um, you know, with 30 people in each, each class. Okay. So it was pretty easy really to, to, um, to do that. And it was funny cause I'd be teaching some people I lived with on college cause they would live on college and they'd be like, Oh yeah. It was, That's it was cool, man. Funny. Yeah. And so that was sort of like uni life. Like we used to, yeah. Of, so you- I was in, I was at, I lived on. Bacheloring it up. We uh, had a few boys. I was, You're yeah, DJing up there too. I was DJing up there. I, I started, um, are you playing rugby up there? Yeah, played rugby union. Um, heaps of things. Um, lived on college. Uh, lived on two colleges. One of them closed down halfway what's, um, through. What's that life like? So I, I never went to college, you know, like I never did that. But I always like, I 
yeah, there was something about it that I wanted to, you know, experience. Yeah. You it know? was really, it's, look, it's really good. Um, amazing. I actually wish I could go back, to be honest. Because, um, like, you, you're living with 300 other people who are all around your age, so that 18 to 25 age range. You're all living That's together. a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you've probably never lived out of home. So you're all sort of fresh-eyed young kids ready to take on the world, um, studying your course at uni that you're going to do and set up your career. Your bachelor. <laughs> yeah, of whatever it is. But um, really good friendships um, and really good memories and times. Cool. And just because, like I said, it's there's so many young people living together in such a small space. Um, you've got tiny yeah. rooms. Probably my my room is probably probably not even the size of the room we're in now. Um, and I think that's affected me like now, like I want to live. We're in a massive room, by the yeah, way. We're not in, it's not massive. Um, but yeah, so like a, maybe a, the room I used to live in would maybe be two and a half wide by maybe three, four meters, maybe yep. four. Yeah, not massive. Um, and I think that's affected me now. Like I want to, uh, I'd love to just, get a tiny home and build it and live in a little tiny home somewhere. Like, <laughs> a I, container? I, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Those containers are cool. Hey? I've just got this like thing where I'm just like, I want to live, have a studio at one end, my bedroom at the other, and just some living and, and dining, you know, like just a living area with the kitchen and that. That's it. Have a little deck or sit outside, whatever. Like that's Simple life. Yeah, don't need a huge, I like, and I think that's from college, from living in like such a small space and, I even like <laughs> have showers at the gym and stuff and relive my college days because I feel like I'm back at college and we're all, you know, because we had like showers similar to what you would find at the gym. So it's funny, like I'll go have a shower in the gym and just be like, oh, this reminds me of being back on college. It's <laughs> it's really weird. True. But I, yeah. Um, I did a little bit of work at that JCU and um, yeah. they were, um, oh, I remember hearing like there was a guy there that was an international student, you know, and he was trying to save every dollar he had and he was just like camping out in the bush like I, behind I, JCU. I read about this. Yeah, and he was yeah. just like that's he had a little setup there. Well, when when I started there, um all behind it where is now a whole suburb of Douglas, um used to be the back of our college and it was just bush, a hill with all bush. That's that's all was there. Yep. So you'd always have wallabies jumping around the like it was awesome. You wake up in the morning, look out your window, there's wallabies jumping around everywhere like really cool. Um, but yeah, it used to be all bush. True Australia, country and, yeah, life. Like. And but there are so many spots around that um, uni where you could, yeah, you could do that. You could totally camp out, um, <laughs> hidden away from anyone. And like the only people who are going to go down into that area are people who are not looking for someone who's camping. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not going to be. They're not going to be trying to find. Um, Oh, what are you doing camping over here? They were probably doing something dodgy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I def- there's no way I could do that. Yeah, I don't know if I could go that extreme with with bringing it back to basics, but <laughs> but you know, like just I I don't need a huge for me. I don't need a huge space to to, to a, live. Are you a camper? Do you like camping? I do like camping. Um, I like to go. Probably every couple of months, I would ideally like to go camping. Um, I think it's good just to get away from technology, um, you know, your phone, TVs, all that, and just to reconnect with nature, I suppose. Um, I think that's really important and it's something that we miss a lot of the times. And, you know, like yeah. people with anxiety, 
what's the best way to get it, you know, to get, you know, mm. there's so much going on I everywhere. Mean, like, I get it why people have anxiety. There's so much to take in and do. Mm. And, and I've never, you know, experienced it myself, but I feel like getting away somewhere where it's quiet, there's hardly anything going on, just with a few mates, um, you know, yeah. in nature, no technology. Just being I, able to just breathe. And yeah, just like, it's almost like a, yeah, a, a reset or a... Get yourself away from, you know, if, if you do live, you know, have a busy life. Yeah. You know, like it's um it is nice. I always feel like quite grounded, you know, like soon as like yeah. I feel like one with the earth <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, it doesn't take much. It's almost like instant. I feel like that when um I talk about that it, like in New Zealand, you know, as soon as you fly into New Zealand, you step yeah. out and you go, Oh man. I love New Zealand when I was there. The mountains and you can just see life and everything's green and beautiful. Everyone's really nice too over there. Well, everyone I met. And I always feel like. People offering to open up like my soft drink at the shops because I had full hands. Like I had already eaten something. They're like, oh, do you want me to open that for you? (laughs) Like the person at the counter. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, so I can eat, could eat my whatever I had and drink something like just little things like that. It's a beautiful place, eh? Yeah. Really beautiful. I'm heading back there in September actually. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And I want to get a car. Jenna hasn't been there before, so she's going to get a car and yep. drive down south. So just find the Queenstown. Yeah. Might catch the back end of the snow. Yeah. And then, yeah, drive down um, down south. My dad lives in a place called Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just cruise around there for a little bit. Be cool. Pretty yeah, cool. that sounds awesome. You got any um, trips coming up or anything? Like, no, yeah, man. You're a bit um, of a traveler? Do you like getting around? I'm not really a bit of a traveler. Um, You've done much traveling. I've gone to a few places. Um, I mean, I've done the Bali um, you know, the Bali thing and, and being there with you actually. We we were there together. Yep. <laughs> Bali Square. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was that was a fun little trip. Um I've done that. I've done like a cruise to see Pacific Islands. Um I've been over to America. Um I went over there for the World Scholar Athlete Games. Yeah, right. Um which was World Scholar Athlete, athlete Games. Games. Yeah. So it's one it's back in ninety <laughs> two. <laughs> wasn't that long ago. It was nineteen, so it was it must be what's that? Years ago. It would have been around 2005, maybe. Yep. Um, and the idea of that, those I was only there for like a week or two weeks in the States. The idea of those games was world peace. That was the whole like idea of it. Yep. So they were trying to get people who were, well, they said leaders in their communities and, you know, so they had to be at uni or whatever and, and excelled in a sport. Um, so, so yours was ping pong, yeah? Yeah. I actually went for rugby union. Oh yeah, yeah. So you played so, over there. Or, yeah, or, so I played rugby union over it? there. Yeah, um, and that's cool. Yeah, so but the idea of the games was different to most, um, you know, sporting events. It was instead of having, you know, an Australian team versus an English team versus an Irish team versus an American team, um, you'd be there for a week and they'd basically get everyone there, all the players, and mix you all up. So you'd all be mixed in teams. Oh, that's great. Playing against that's each cool. other. So you get to through sport or there was other things like photography and arts and stuff, you sort of got to learn a bit more about other cultures from around the world. And the whole idea is that you learn about them. So when you grow up and maybe you do end up in a position of power in some respect, you understand and appreciate other cultures and things. So amazing. Um, Because we were there for rugby union, you know, all the boys, the rugby boys, pretty, pretty loud and, you know, don't mind a laugh. But but like, oh, no, but like good, you know, like good banter and, you know, like, so we had the Irish boys with us and the Aussies. So it was just fun. It was just easy going. But the thing was, in the mornings, we'd have a thing where everyone would meet 
yep. um, to give like the briefing of the day or a lecture. And so we just started the first day, just us footy boys, throwing the footy just around the circle, you know, as you do when you're just bored, just throwing the footy. Second day, a few more people who don't haven't played rugby or anything before from other countries. Oh, can you show us how it's done? Like, involved, can, yeah. yeah, yeah. So cool. circle got bigger. Next day, again, more people, circle a bit. By the end of it, we almost had like the whole place, this massive circle, just all these balls going around. We were teaching like, you know, um, Muslim girls in full burqas how to pass footballs next to Irish guys, you know, American um people from South America who have to like run 10Ks to school every day and, and pump their own water. Like this was, uh, that, that sort of event like was amazing. Unfortunately, it's not around anymore because the guy who was running it was um, embezzling money. All right. So, um, but it had huge spotlight, you know, MasterCard sponsored it, all these airlines. So, and that's how they got all these people who maybe didn't have money to come to something like this to get there. Um, so yeah, that was that was really awesome. That would have been great to be a part of. Oh, yeah. amazing! I'd never heard of anything like that. Yeah, you know, well, to be well, honest, Jenna came too. Yeah, right. She, she went to it. Have to get. We'll have to listen to some stories about Jenna and the the two other girls. It was oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, the three Stooges we called them because everything could go wrong went wrong on that trip for them. Like. Oh, was man. it one of the, I guess, what, yeah, these are quite young, so it's sort of one of your first trips overseas. Yeah, to, like, so it, it was, anyway, yeah, it was for me, it probably, probably was my first proper overseas trip, I think, because then I've been to New Zealand as well, and I think that's it. Yeah, you done much traveling in Australia? A little bit. Like, yeah. I used to travel a little bit for gymnastics competitions when mm-hmm. I was younger, um, so been down to Adelaide, um, I've, I've stopped through, like, Melbourne and Sydney and stuff, and... Yeah, not not a lot. Mainly Queensland, to be honest. Um, I have sort of gone down northern New South Wales a bit. And you spent a bit of time out. up in Cairns, eh? You lived up in Cairns. Lived for... up in, grew up in Cairns, basically. Yeah, yeah right. from four till eighteen, I guess, or nineteen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lived up there, and um, yeah, it was just living up there was was awesome. It was pretty, you know, pretty good to grow up there. I think. I don't know that I'd like to live there now myself. Um, I think it's like the place you either want to grow up or retire. Yeah, okay. Um, that's I'll, how I feel anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a little bit of a soft spot for Cairns, but like I definitely couldn't live there, but I um I enjoy stopping through there. Yeah. You know, played heaps of gigs up there. Yeah, heaps. exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's always a live. I never really went out there much party. because I was only, um, you know, went straight to Townsville from uni. Uh, sorry, from school. Um, and so when I was 18, I was already in Townsville. So I'd only come back, I only came back for one or two breaks to Cairns before my parents moved to, to Brisbane. So then I didn't go back. For years, yeah, right. Um, so I've, I've only been out a handful of times in in Cairns. Yep. Yeah, as far as the nightlife goes, yeah. And then you, what you finished up, like you haven't done any sports since, like gymnastics and and rugby. Well, yeah. Or? So I did gymnastics heaps growing up. Like I did it for ten years. Um, I won nationals in two thousand and one for my age group. Um, my sister's way better than I was. So I'm not really bragging. She's she's way she almost made the London Olympics. So she's she's far better at it than I am. Um, but yeah, I did that. Um, and my next sport, man, I so I've man, I wish like gymnastics was something that like I would you know, I wish I was good at. And, yeah, I know. know it's, Here, it's, here's the thing. I've got it. I've got it. I've I've got problems with gymnastics. The the main like apart from the fact that it takes so much training to get really good. Uh, especially when you're young, um, and also the learning curve on it get starts getting crazy. So, like when you first start gymnastics, it's awesome. 
you learn new tricks all the time. It doesn't take you long to learn something new. You know, you do a couple of drills for, you know, like a week and then well, you can you can kind of pull it off, you know, in a yep. week's time or sure. two weeks' time. Um, when you get to the level I started getting to, um, which is probably just below like that elite sort of level, it starts getting hectic. Like it starts taking you six months to even get close to learning a new thing. And this is like drilling you know, maybe five different drills that break down all these different sections and elements of the skill. And it takes, you know, you have to practice them every day for six months and then you can maybe kind of pull it off, maybe. So as you get further into it, it starts getting a lot harder to pick up new skills. So you sort of start losing a little bit of that um, enjoyment. Well, I did anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I, I understand all that. You know, I, yeah. you know when I, once the sport started to get real competitive and you started to go from just sort of doing it for fun and, you know, a bit of a passion, I guess, and mm. started to do it for competition, you know, like you I played sports and you started to get into divisions then. You started playing Division 1 yeah. and you were going to training, you know, four times a week. And yeah. if you missed training, you know, you would sit out the first half. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you Real didn't strict. have your kit on, you know, you'd have to pay money into the kitty and like, yeah. it's just like, and I'm, you know, I'm talking like 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, we went from all of a sudden just having fun, you know, to now this. Yeah. And I think that's when I started losing interest in things. Yeah. So I started to get like that. Yeah. Unless you were like a gun at it and it was yeah, just like, yeah. you know, it was more than you knew you were going to be like the best. See, I never, like, like there was never really um, an option for me to go to the Olympics or anything. I wasn't quite that good. Um, but I was still training, you know, my, my schedule, I think I told you a few weeks ago, when I was at school, I, for a while there, I was doing morning training. So I'd have to train from, say, six till seven in the morning. And then I'd go from there, I'd, drive, I'd get driven straight to school. I'd go do all my school. I would have to do all my homework in class. So I wouldn't actually, because I didn't have any other time. So I'd, I had to do it in class. So I would learn whatever we're doing, do the problems we had to do in class, and then have to do my home, or at least try and get as much done as I could on my homework <laughs> in the class, like the lesson. And then, because afterwards, I would go straight after school at like three or whatever. I'd have either choir rehearsal or I'd have something where I'm playing trumpet in, like, you know, like a wind symphony or a jazz band or <laughs> whatever boy. it is. Yeah. <laughs> straight from there, that'd probably finish at, you know, three to five or three to four thirty. Drive straight from there back to the gym, eat dinner in the car on the way, train from, say, five to eight or, or nine, um, drive home, have a shower have a glass of milk usually, <laughs> and then go to bed. Um, that was pretty much Monday to Friday. Um, for gymnastics doesn't have off seasons. It's continual. I had my weekends. I didn't – most when I was doing that kind of a schedule, I wasn't training on the weekends like Saturday. Yep. So I did have my Saturday and my Sunday, but I used to coach Saturday mornings. Oh, wow. So I would coach from 7 till 12, um, just recreational classes with kids. And I did that from when I was 12 and a half, so – I started real young doing that. So, um, yeah, you know, and, but the thing is like learning that is like growing up doing that. I think it's sort of, when I went to uni, it sort of was such a big contrast for me. And I maybe went a little bit too out of control because of that. Um, but you're so structured. Hey, you're so yeah, like, I was, everything schedule. was structured a hundred percent. I didn't, what's free time. So then you were like, what's free time what up to now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, and so I didn't go to a lot of parties in high school, you know. I didn't, I didn't have time. Like, um, 
but yeah, so doing that. But I think, you know, I learned a few things from, from that. I suppose hard work pays off, discipline, sticking to things, um, sure. breaking things down into drills, you know, breaking things down into their elements so you can learn, a, you know, a new skill. Um, I think all those, you know, elements that you've learned, yeah. you know, discipline, you know, dedication, yeah, you know, yeah. time, you know, patience, learning, yeah. all those things are, you know, to put that into practice into your every day, you know, and using yeah. those things, you know, you do, you take a lot from it. Yeah. You know, because like you, when you take on something to learn from what I know that you go all in and you, you know, yeah. you want to find out every little bit of detail <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can about that. Yeah. And one thing that um, I can speak highly um, of you, Jai, is that you pass it forward. And, you know, and you're always, if someone's interested yeah. in something that you know about, yeah. you'll be like, well, hey, I've known a fair bit about this. And you're like, yeah. And you and you give that to strangers. <laughs> you know, yeah. you pass it forward. I'm That's big awesome, into that. Man. I'm big into that because, um, I like that. You know, I, I, I don't think anything's done alone. No one gets anywhere by themselves, as we sort of touched on Definitely. a bit earlier. Um, you need to learn from other people. Um, and if no one's there to teach you, how do you learn? So, um, and, yeah. you know, especially for me when I started in, uh, music production, um, it was a little bit, there wasn't as many tutorials and different things like there are now. Like now the school of YouTube is amazing, <laughs> you know. Um, back just evolved. It's yeah, just been crazy. There's hey? so many tutorials and like you can type anything in and there's probably a six-year-old who will explain to you how to do it, you know. <laughs> it's hectic. It wasn't quite that um, crazy, especially for music production back then mm. so um i've got a lot of help along the way from learning from other people and i've met lots of big artists who um they're really nice and humble because they understand that as well that they've had help along the way and you know you you do need that at some point um you're never gonna make it big or do anything awesome by yourself it takes you know a group of people and even if they're just support people um yeah everyone has their yeah. own little um, you know, part in making someone successful, you know, yeah. whether that's your family, whether that's, yeah. you know, your mentor, whether that's, you know, your teacher or your coach yeah. or whoever, you know, and, and also yourself and, you know, you know, what you, you know, how much, how far you go with, yeah. uh, with, with, with how, where you study. And I saw something recently that was talking about how, um, you need to, and this is talking about like being that support person for other people. Um, like everyone in their life, Everyone sees in their life that they're the main character. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the main character in my in this life. But people don't understand that everyone else that's the support characters in your life, they're the main character in their life, you know? So it's like sometimes you need to learn to be that support character for other people. I think that's something that I've sort of learned um, more recently is that it's sure. not always, you know, it's not always about you and, and that feeds back into that needing to help others and, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's, no, I can it's, see that. You're, like, you're yeah. a bit of a, um, yeah, you're, you're a bit of a, um, a teacher without, you know, you know, having that title. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah. And that's cool, man. Bit of a nurturer as well. You know, you're, Thanks, dude. you're, a, you're a carer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can be a bit caring. Uh, you know, good choice. Yeah. No, it's definitely, um, but you know, it's important for people to, to sort of like, you know, said ages ago to, to learn about yourself and, and I think totally, Ben. Put the yeah. time in to figure out like what you, you know, what what's your interests. You know, like what are you passionate about? What do you? What makes you feel good? You know, all those things are important, yeah. and they always change. You know, yeah. as time goes on, they change. What you were into and what you, you know, what made you feel good, whatever. Yeah. Last week, 
you know, yeah. changes, but let alone, you know, yeah. more so the point, like, you know, a couple of years ago, but I'm saying like, you're always changing, you're always, yeah. you know. and I think you've got it figured out, but you never do. <laughs> you never really do. Because then like a year later, you're like, oh, I can't believe I thought that. Yeah. You know, like, I can't yeah. believe that's how I was thinking about whatever it is. But I guess know? as time goes on, that's yeah. what makes you end up doing the things that you love doing, yeah. you know, because it's like you've gone through all those things. Yeah. Like, well, I tried to do that or I learned about that, but, like, I don't know why because it really isn't what I want to do now, you know. Yeah. But, like, I guess, you know, what you were saying before, you take little things out of every experience that you do through life and yeah. you, you try to use it in some way. Yeah. You might not know what it is, but, you know. And maybe you figure out that it's not for you. Maybe that's what you learn from it. And that's a good thing. Or, or I'm never doing this again because this is terrible, you know. Well, I, I mean, it's good to try new things, but, you know, sometimes you'd be like, yeah. I do not enjoy that, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, well, I guess some people get stuck in that as well, you know, in their, with what they do for work. Yeah. You know? If it's we like, go back to what we, we talked about um, in the first episode of my podcast when you were on the show, we're talking about having a passion project, something you can do your whole life that you're passionate about, um, that's not maybe related to making money. I mean, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and I think that's like important for everyone. And again, I've changed my mind on what we, I mean, maybe just a month ago we did that. Mm-hmm. I've sort of changed my mind on that. I sort of said, oh, it can't really be something like rugby because you can't do rugby your whole life. You know, you can't play it, but you can become a coach, you can become a manager. You know, there's all these other things you can do. You know, and yeah. you can be a coach for, to, you know, Till you're whatever age, 60, 70, yep. 80, I don't know. Um, you know, yep. so again, I've changed my mind just recently on something. There you um, go. But yeah, I think that's really important to have like a passion project that something you're actually, you love doing, you're passionate about, brings you joy. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. And that's, and that's, that's the main thing out of it all. But like also by having a passion project, um, you know, finding something that you enjoy doing and it's like a side thing, but you put enough time into that, you know, and you learn about it and, you you know, you start to grow and get better at it and better at it and you put a bit more time into it and so on and so on. You do that long enough, you end up becoming fucking great yeah. at that. Yeah. And then with that, because you're great at doing that, mm. comes opportunity. Yeah, exactly. You know, which then comes rewards, yeah. which then comes, you know, money and all that stuff comes yeah. at the end. Of, so yeah. then it becomes whatever you decide. Yeah. You know. But it can be that, that, but it, uh, like, I, I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, it can be something like collecting stamps. If you're really passionate about that and you want to go you out and my collect collection, stamps. Hey, you didn't have to break it up. <laughs> Do you really collect stamps? No. No, all right. I'm not a, I'm not <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? Things like that, that maybe they never become uh, something you make money from or whatever, but it's a passion and something you're, you know, super enjoy and Hey, maybe you could sell your stamp collection for a million bucks. I don't know. Um, I guess so. Or like, is that more of a hobby? Because like I have hobbies and I have like passions, you know? Yeah. It's like my hobbies aren't necessarily like what I'm so passionate about. It's just like I've got a few little hobbies there that I like. That's because it depends what you're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. If you were passionate about the hobbies, then they would be the passion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it just depends on the individual, you know? We're all so different. Um, yeah. You know, for some people, a hobby could be um, – oh, anything you know going for going for walks with your dog yeah that you know or 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 whatever that could be something that's um i don't know that's probably a bad example but you know something else it could be anything but it doesn't have to be i don't think of it in my mind as something that has to be tied to an end goal of money just something you really enjoy doing and that you can improve at throughout your life yeah um so yeah it's 
But, but definitely what you said, and once you learn all those things and become better at what yeah, you're doing. Well, like I, I used to say this, like with like, you know, making tunes and music, it's like, man, if I could just give up my day job and yeah. I'd put 40 hours a week into music, yeah, right? You know, and you're making tunes day in, day out and just getting better and better and better. And you do that like an apprenticeship, like after four years, after yeah. all 40 hours a week, you're going to be a freaking master. Yeah. You're going to be the man. Like you're going to have, you know, the best tracks going around, number one yeah. beat ports. You get, it just would. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, as long as you keep learning, you know, like new things and that, because you can get very stuck in music production as well. If you're, if you're not learning new techniques or new ideas or things, that's a part stale. of the apprenticeship. Exactly. You know, yeah, it's a part of like, all right, you know, yeah. learning new things and growing yeah, and cha- yeah. changing it. So I guess as an apprenticeship, you do, yeah, you know, you mus- learn you music know. apprenticeship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just that's an example. Yeah, that, yeah, no, like, I definitely agree. It's um, but not everyone has that time. It's like no. But then I guess it. with how passionate you are, it's like, well, you have your day to jo- day job, your forty yeah. hour week job. It's like, well, if it's that, you know, yeah. that makes you feel that certain way. It's like, well. I'll do eight hours at night as well. Yeah, and I'll yeah. do weekends, and it's or just, like, or just you know, a lot of people I say to them start with fifteen minutes a day. Just do fifteen minutes. Um, it'll it'll end up being longer down the track, but a lot of a lot of the times with like with music, as you would know, like production, there's there's so much. It's like where do you start? Um, and a lot of people they don't start because there's so much. Yeah, you know, just, like they only make music on the weekend, or they only you know, and they they hit that. That yeah. level where they're not going to progress because they're not continually doing it. Um, so I think, yeah, I always sort of say to people like, just do hey, a little just bit, do yeah. fifteen minutes a day. Hey, if you do fifteen minutes a day at the end of the week, you know, Monday to Friday, what's that? That's like an hour, fifteen hour and a half, hour fifteen. Yep. That you've done. So you've done an hour. That's that's an hour of time that you wouldn't have done. You know. Yeah. Then it becomes half an hour, and all of a sudden that means you're doing two and a half hours a week. You know. And then, you know, as it keeps going. It's momentum, hey. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just you just start, you know, you can ponder on the idea and think about it and think about it. And like yeah. I mean, that's one of my like downfalls is like I just I wanna do everything, <laughs> but yeah. I don't even start anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, it's like but yeah, just start, yeah. hey, you just you know, momentum follows. I talk about that. So yeah. you just get things going and you just... And that's kind of, for me, how the podcast has been at the moment too. Like I just sort of, though, hey. Yeah, exactly. But like oh. we did that first one together, like however long ago that was when we recorded it, a month. And then I just went, all right, I'm going to put it out and record another one. Yep. I Like I just sort of almost gave myself no option. I was like, I've got to record this other one and got a guest in and did it. And then I was like, all right, so now I've got to record another one. And, you know, and it's that momentum. And and because of that, you know, otherwise maybe I wouldn't have started. But, you know, now I can't see myself stopping, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's, um yeah, so. Yep. Yeah, I think that momentum thing's important and that's in, you know, in everything in, in all of your life. Yeah, well, I mean, I was like, crazy like start stopper yeah like and i would tell everyone oh, i'm doing this I'm starting this thing doing this yeah. project and it's like are you still doing that no 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 i'm doing this man yeah. i've got this going on and it yeah, would I'm go on and go on and go on and it's yeah. just like that gets tiring yeah you know it's like you need to like really just ride it out for a little bit you know and just yeah. sort of see if, where it can go because sometimes it's a confidence thing you know like I, like i like I said earlier, I don't think I was ready to start that podcast on my podcast back then just from uh, confidence and, um, you know, learning maybe how to talk to people a bit better um, and 
maybe formulating formulating better ideas about yeah, for things. Sure. But, and, you but know. that just comes with like you know each episode. You know how yeah, much yeah. it changes. Far better from how, from a previous one to now. You learn, already, you know, and that's just like anything and any job and that. Yeah. But like it is quite scary and fun. You know, like you're you're putting yourself out there 100%. and you're recording. Hundred percent, giving it for people to listen to. Yeah, and like, I guess I try my hardest not to let people's opinions and their judgment. Yeah, but it's you tough. Know, it's you tough, know, make, especially when you care about something. Yeah, you want to do something really good and make it awesome and put all this effort in. Yeah. it hurts when people say you know bad things about what you're doing. The reality is, you know, yeah. we are human and we are. Yeah. You know, we all. You know, yeah. think and feel the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say that. We all don't think and feel the same, but yeah. like we all respond to people's judgments. Um, it, some, you know, it's harder than others, but you know, I'm just trying to like learn to like just, you can't please everybody. And you know, it's just like you're doing something that you want to do and you know, and you shouldn't you should never stop yeah. that. Put it out there and see what happens. Well, Put it, it out into the world, see what comes back. Um, you know, like, it's it's the same with music, yeah. It's the same with music. It's it's the same with with everything really. Um, but you know, with music, I I don't often know if the song I'm going to release or put out or send to a label or whatever is any good. Like I think it's good. Um, and there's times where you have that self doubt, and and I'm in the studio and someone comes around and I say, oh yeah, here's a song um, that I'm working on. You know, I think it's pretty good. And you hit play and then halfway through or the drop comes in and they're just like, can I have this song? I, this is awesome. Like, I, I want this song. And you're like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, this is good. You know, because you're in your head, you're by yourself when you create most of it. It's like, you know. Yeah, you it, get lost in your own thoughts. Yeah, eh? in your own good? Sort of your own um, conscious state, you know. Like you don't change but by yeah. your, you know, your, your thoughts. You just, you get you get comfortable in listening to what you think is good, yeah. you know, and so, but then you start questioning that, right? Yeah, of course. You, you know, you start to go, well, is this really good? You know, yeah. and then you get someone else to listen to. And I guess I, um, I'm like a confidence, I'm, I'm driven by like other people's compliments. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, and like I explained that in a way to this like counsellor one time, they're like, when I play basketball and like I'll have like an open shot, right? You know, I missed a shot and I put my head straight down, put my head straight down, you know, or then there's the time where, like, I'll have, like, a contested, you know, three-pointer and I'll hit the shot and I'll have one of the teammates go, yeah, Craigie, yeah, got it, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I can take it on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, that's that's the same thing as how, like, I used to, you know, run my life. Yeah, okay. It's only by compliments and confidence-driven. Mm. Like, I, I struggled to find confidence in myself and I had a lot of self-doubt. Mm. You know, but by people just pushing me and like this podcast would have never got going if I didn't have the right people around me yeah, exactly. who are optimistic, who are supportive, mm. who are generally care about me yeah. and can see that like it's something that I want to do. Um, that's huge. And that's what I'm trying to pass forward as well is trying to help other people that yeah. are in the same sort of boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny with, with that, like the, the confidence thing, you know, in sport and stuff and and something my gymnastics coach um, told me when we used to go to state titles and things like that, he said, these people don't know if you're confident or not. They don't know how good you are. So when you're, like, walking around the competition, when you're just, you know, from the moment we get to the venue, your head's held higher, Chin your up. chest is out, you're, you know, professional, your warm-ups 
uh, you look like a professional. You look like this is easy. You got this in the bag, you know, like, and it's the same with like footy. We see a team warming up properly all together, you know, they, they got all the, they know up, you know, yeah, back. Yeah, 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 they got yeah, yeah. It, and they, they look professional. The other team, like it's a mental thing to put the other team off, you know, um, I think it's the same a little bit with like other things like podcasts and mm. arts. You got to put on that brave face to you start do, putting hey, this out. I used to do similar yeah. things when I was going for auditions. You know, when I was doing acting. Yes, yeah. it would be very similar. Sitting there in the casting crew, though, you'll be waiting to go in, and like, you know, everyone's reading their scripts. Yeah, and I'll be there, and I'm like looking at the role, and I'm like, got this, got this. Yep, is it me next? No, okay, ready. All right, got another one to get to. Yeah. How you going, man? You're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, you'd see them there, just sort of shaking, just trying yeah. to think, trying to like get through these lines, and you're like not even looking at the script, like you yeah. know it. You know, you're and rolling I'm, there. And I think that sort of come back comes back to actually help you in the end as well, because you know it's that um, it almost gives you that confidence, even though maybe it is a little bit put on to start with. Um, that builds and it, you know, it sort of makes you realize, well, why wouldn't I be confident? Why, yeah. why am you, I questioning like, myself? You yeah, know? you can, that's what I mean, but like you can, um, present yourself in that way, but if you can also, um, produce like, you know, so not just like talk the talk, like you get yeah, in there yeah. and like, you know, and you actually have that yeah. ability to like push yourself yeah. through, um, like not, not like fake it till you make it, but face it yeah. till you make it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You know, but, um, like for me, like something about like positive, um, you know, everything I do, I put it in a positive perspective, you know, I, I try to anyway. And that's again, like started as like a fake it till you make it thing. At the start, I wasn't positive about everything, you know, but now like I'm generally like, no, that's awesome. Like, you know, people say, oh, how, how you doing, man? I'm saying incredible. Like, I don't say that I'm good or, you know, everyone goes, oh, I'm okay. It's like, oh, really? Just okay? What? Like, you know, let's, and I know it's hard to do. I always feel like that's like such a forced thing for most people, you know. Well, it like, is to start with. Yeah. It, it was to start with. I wasn't always positive about things. Like it was like, yes, I'm positive. I'm happy. Like, and the thing is telling yourself that for a while, it sort of comes true and you realize that there's no reason why you shouldn't be like that. Um, and you maybe start to realize all these little things around you that are really positive and really good that maybe you just hadn't been seeing them because you haven't thought in that positive mindset. Um, I don't like to talk about like, you know, what's it called? The, the word or whatever, where they manifest things and they happen. But I think thinking positively about things is a similar concept, but it's a, just a little less wooey for me. Yeah. Okay. A little less woo. Um, so I won't talk about like visualization. Yeah. I know. Oh like, cause there is, I do know some, like so, there's some scientific background towards visualization, but I don't think it's as specific as people make it out to be, you know, I think it's just, um, it changes your perspective on things and yeah, it then changes your conscious thought. Yeah. It changes the way you think about it, which then means that you're going to do, you're going to make the right choices. You're not going to self-sabotage. You're going to, you know, there's all these things that, um, it sort of unlocks for you and different perspective and way of looking at it that it becomes achievable because of that. Whereas if you were real negative about everything that, you know, that you're trying to achieve, you're going to make decisions and choices that aren't going to help you because you're in that mindset. Yep. Yeah. So I do, I, I understand, but I don't think it's as specific as a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to be this person doing that, you know, and this. And that's great, but 
I think it's a collective of, of a yeah. lot of it. And I always say it's the one percenters and it's all those little things and you gotta work out what works for you and what you know, what's worked for you and all those things. So I think all those things are you know, healthy and you know, I think everyone should just try them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely good. I definitely like I do uh visualize some things, but I do it knowing that it's really just trying to change the my perspective on it. Um and that's how I feel about it. I could be totally wrong. Uh, you know, it might work for, for some people, um, but I think what it's really doing is putting them in a positive mindset, an optimistic mindset for what they're trying to achieve. And I think by visualising it, it probably makes it more real for people because they're actually seeing it. A lot of people, like we talk about learning, is they, they work better by seeing things yeah. or, or, you know, whatever. So I think it's, um, yeah, I think that's sort of like part of it, you know. It's not specifically... I don't think it's as specific as people make it out to be, but that's just my perspective. Yeah. I could be totally wrong, um, but I think it's it is definitely important that optimistic and and positive outlook towards things that you want to do. Um, and yeah, I've I've been that way for probably five or six years now. Because like I've, that positive yeah. sort of vibe and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like you're a very positive person, um, and I think that's just in your nature, or you know, it's just something. Maybe it's like you like may have not had any sort of times to like not be like that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that really like um, you've seen like you've had a pretty fun, pretty enjoying. Pretty, oh yeah, like, I've had relaxed, a very good. Like, I've had a very like I always say to people, I'm really lucky. Um, not only just with like my upbringing and having a good family and and having opportunities to do all those things, but things just seem to. But just healthy and and just like yeah. you, you yourself as yeah. a person. Yeah. Like you can think about all those things. Yeah, they all matter. Definitely. Yeah. They all can control your yeah. future, your life, and how you think. Yeah. But also, you know, just you as yourself. Like, yeah. Well, one of the things that um that really changed my outlook on that was when I went to the World School Athlete Games. Um, we used to get into like little groups of maybe fifteen people before. I can like, see how it would have been, you know, life changing yeah, yeah. and you know beneficial and something that you hold on to and you'll remember forever. Like, and oh, you use it so yeah. much. Um, and we in the mornings we would get together with like a small group. We'd break off into maybe fifteen of us or something like that, and um, yeah, basically we would have a discussion like a topic, and we would sit around and discuss it um, as a group. People from all over the world, different upbringings, cultures, ethnicities, and one thing that really stuck with me was this. And I can't remember his name, which is kind of sad to me that I can't. Um, there was a a kid from South America who was sitting next to me. And he was telling us this story about how amazing this place is. We were at University of Rhode Island in America. Um, and in their dining hall, they've got like, you know, one soft drink machine for just for orange juices or juices, one for milks, one for soft drinks, one, you know, copious amounts of food. You could go to one thing, they'll make you a sandwich. There's pizza in another place. There's salad bar. Like it's, it's ridiculous, you know, even for someone coming from first world country like Australia. Yeah. Westernized, like, yeah. Yeah. And this kid is like telling us this story about, he's just like, I cannot believe this even exists, that this kind of a thing exists. He said, where I'm from, I have to run. He was there for long distance running. So he'd have to run like 10, 15 Ks, to school and then 10, 15 Ks back every day. So he didn't really train. That was just his training. Okay. Um, their village, they had one van for 200 people, um, like to, you know, to do things that they need to do as a village. Um, like a, they'd have to a walk. communal, like yeah. everything communal, was. Yeah. 
Um, they had, like, I think it was like they had to walk five or six Ks to get to the water, to pump water. So they had to pump water every day. Um, and, yeah, just sitting next Man, to that, him. That's stuff like we just take for granted. Exactly. Hey? Like and it, that's you why really I'm, do. That's why I'm so such a happy and positive person um, these days because now when I think back to that and I think. It's third world. Like we've got it so good. Like if I'm not happy and positive, then, you know, like I almost feel bad. Like if when I'm not happy and positive, I feel like why am I feeling like this? These people have, you know, their lives compared to ours are you know, nowhere near the same level. I should be so happy and grateful, so yeah. positive and grateful about what I have. And, yeah, that, that really stuck with me, that, that whole experience. Well, um, you, you, you know. talk about that. And then if you if you want to, like, be grateful for just being able to, I mean, like, I, I have experiences every day, but just today, for example, um, I shared a lift um, with a young girl in a wheelchair who, you know, was legs and um, casings like she couldn't walk and yeah. it was and um and just like i had a chat with her today she got up to the weekend you know and she said um yeah i you know went and saw you know my um my favorite basketball team she's talking about you know these the spinners like this wheelchair basketball team oh sweet like, yeah. she was just so happy and she was like telling me about it and she was telling me with such joy and you know i got out of that lift and i think i got in that lift and i was a little bit I wasn't flat, but I was just kind of just like in my head a little bit and just thinking about a, a, a lot. And and I was going down some stairs after that. And I was just like, man, I am so, so grateful that I'm just walking down these stairs. Yeah. I And then I started to think like, oh, man, I am so grateful to be able to see walking down these stairs. Yeah. And, I, you know, I actually like, at that moment, hey, I, I just, I was just so grateful just to be healthy. Yeah. Let alone everything else that you just mentioned. It was yeah. just like, and then I guess like I have been, I've done like trips through like some Asian countries and I've seen some like, some sad way of, you know, yeah. of life of, of some people that uh, they have to live. And, and it's like, they know no different. That's just, you know, and that's yeah. sad. Um but, you know, so, I get like, it why people don't feel happy and positive all the time, like, and they don't think about how good they have it compared to others because life's busy, you got things on, you got stresses, there's not enough time, yeah. there's all those things. And we things. are forever comparing ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, what so we don't I can understand you get wrapped up in what you're doing and you're going, oh, why do I not have this? And, you know, I even said to my, my one of my uncles one time, I said, I said, oh, you know, like, if you make over, I think it's like, I don't know what the exact figure is now, but it used to be like 35,000 US a year. You're in the top 1% of earners in the world. I'm not quite sure what the figure is now and, and that, but I was like, you know, so that's like how lucky are we to be in the top 1%? And he said, oh, yeah, but that's in the world, not in Australia. And I said to him, I said, that does not matter. I said, why does that matter? Like we're talking about the whole of the world and everyone. Like there's people living with nothing. You choosing to yeah. have that perspective of, you know, who you're comparing yourself to is not good for your mind. Whereas if you compare yourself to everyone, you go, oh, I am in the top 1%. How lucky. It it changes changes everything, really, that gratefulness. Um, for me, anyway, it did. And that, you know, that's something that took a long time. And I don't think I realised that yeah. just from the World Skull Athlete Games when I was there. It's something that came later on that I sort of, I maybe didn't really think about it until 
later on and then go, oh, like, yeah, that's right. Like, that kid, you know, mm. he, he's he got this such makes a different you, life. Makes you appreciate oh, definitely. everything. Um, and it's also like it gives you value because some, well, most people that don't have much, to be honest, are the most happiest. Yeah. Um, you know, um, talk about in New Zealand, you know, I know a lot of families that don't come from a lot. And they're the most happiest day, you know. You know the kids grow up and they just got a, just a ball out the out, outside and they just play with that ball for years. It's the only ball that they've got, but they're the most happiest yeah. and kindest. And but it's know. probably because then they appreciate everything they have more. Well, that's because exactly then right. when if they do get anything, they're like, "Oh, awesome! Like this is this is amazing." So yeah, I think being grateful is really important, and uh, like it's something that helps me be positive. Being grateful, and you know. I, I know a lot of people like write down things that they're grateful for every day. I don't quite do that, but you know, I I do often think I've got it good. You know, um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think that's important. important I think thing. that 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 it also comes with you know traveling though. You know, getting out there and yeah. seeing parts of the world. Yeah, you know, I think that's always healthy. It's like you get out there and you come back and with a whole new little look on life. Yeah, I've had so many different like. Um, experiences like I remember this one time I was in um, in Thailand and I remember I was chatting to this guy and he took me back to um, back to like where he was living with his family and it was just like in this like little tent you know and his wife was there cooking and I sat down I actually had a meal with this family and yeah, yeah. it was like in their tent and they had it all laid out they had a few kids there and we were playing cards and it was just like off this beach um, so like obviously it's a um Still a beautiful part of the world, but like yeah. to see like that's everything he had there in that little tent was it was it man, and he was just so happy and just so like inviting and so kind and just like yeah it was beautiful to see and like yeah. you know I left that um you know that experience and and you know you don't see a lot of that um like in Australia I guess like when do you really see many people who have nothing like that that are super happy um yeah you know, I mean I'm sure like we not- have. We have homeless. And, oh you know, we yeah, have, yeah. Quite, but, that's 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 another thing, man. Like this yeah. homeless is growing massively in Australia. Yeah, and you know, yeah, that's um that's something that you've we've got to be aware of, you know, in, yeah. in ways that you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, one of my mates works at Meals on Wheels. Oh yeah, yeah. I go <laughs> yeah, to yeah. She works over there. Yeah, I go to there um every now and then, like when we do donations and stuff through the college. Yeah, and yeah. We, we do drop offs there. We did a big one for Easter actually yeah. for the chockies and stuff. And it's always yeah. um yeah. There's definitely a lot of good um. Good organizations, back that, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. and that's it, eh? And like, always try give something back in the way that I can, and I guess yeah. it's just like passing on value and passing on knowledge and just helping out. With yeah, you. I think that's a, that's the way that I try pass forward and and give is to like give my sort of um, hand, you know, and yeah, always help. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It just depends, you know. That gratefulness, it's something that I've. I sport it, I probably worked it more into my life more recently, like I said. Um, but I suppose it maybe it takes you to get a bit older to realize, you know, those things. Like even now, like, you know, for me, having parents who are still together and have always been together, uh, you don't realize how kind of like rare that is until you get a bit older. Like a lot of people I know now that, you know, their parents aren't together or, or you know, or they broke up long time ago when yeah that, that, that family um connection is like it's it's yeah it's quite rare hey yeah and you don't re- but you don't realize that until 
you get older and you're like, oh, actually, yeah, my mm. family's pretty dope, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah supportive and, you yep. know, like spending time with them and stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that's something you learn, you realise, you know, in retrospect when you look back on it. Years yeah, and you value that. Like, you know, you have to – because I look back now and I look at times there, like, to have that close connection with your family, you yeah. know, like it's – yeah, it's – um. It's rare, hey, yeah. honestly. It's like I've got so many mates that have, you know, split families and Yeah. And and that's Definitely. you know. But yeah, man, I think we've touched on heaps, hey. I think yeah, we sort of spoke about some There's a lot of different chat. Yeah, yeah. We cool didn't know things. where this one was gonna go, really. because um, I mean that's what my podcast is all about. It's just hitting record and going, you know. So for me to get it off the ground's pretty easy, you know. I don't really have things on particular yeah. wanting to See, touch like, on. See, like I'm like um I'm pretty passionate about self growth and you know yeah, like yeah which I, I, I love too yeah and, and and like I think as like you know more guests come on I'm going to learn yeah. a lot more and like I think that's why I'm so excited about it you know yeah. to be able to like just pick pick my guests um brain apart I guess yeah. and just you know just share some knowledge and their experience and I think um yeah, man, you've given us a lot it's yeah been awesome. great to have you on the uh, podcast and yeah, I'm like great. Um, as it's just the beginning, you know, I'm sure as the years go on, <laughs> yeah. the podcast is still we'll going, man, we'll and, be back. And talk some more. We'll be, t- yeah, be back. We'll be um, definitely trying to drop and share some more knowledge and see what you're up to, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. And I really okay. appreciate it. Thanks for having us. My man. Yeah. Cheers. There you go, guys. Um, that was the podcast. Thanks to Craig, who was the host for this one. Um, go check out his show, The Next Episode. It's on all podcast platforms. Um, you know, it, it's really inspiring stuff, his podcast, so make sure you go out and you check that one out as well. Um, yeah, I hope you learned a little bit about me. I hope, um, you know, that gives you a bit more idea of how my brain ticks a bit uh, and sort of, yeah, uh, it was great talking to Craig because Craig does know me a little bit already. Um, he's married to my cousin. Uh, we've also known each other through the industry for many years uh, and he was the first guest on my podcast. So, um, yeah, thank you so much to Craig um, and I hope that some of you guys got a little bit more insight into sort of what makes me tick. So make sure you're following me on all platforms, at BoyKingKoy on everything. Um, if you can actually go and rate uh, the podcast, or review the podcast, that'd be awesome. Reviews are better than rates, but, you know, anything you can do to support is great. Um, I've got a heap of remixes I'm working on at the moment, um, as well as all my old um, original catalog uh, that's out on Spotify, uh, YouTube. You can you can go to almost every platform and find me. So uh, make sure you get out there, check my music, pump it loud, and also make sure you get down to Prohibition this Friday um, so that you can check out uh, me playing in the main room, also Will Clark and a bunch of other you know awesome residents from Prohibition. Alright guys, that's it for this one. Uh, I recommend if you want to know a bit more about my musical journey, you go and listen to the other episode that is out this week as well. Uh, That will be the bonus episode. So that one is going to be um, called My Journey um, and you'll be able to learn a bit more about my musical journey, where I've come from um, and sort of how I got to where I am now in music. Alright guys, hope you're having a great day or night wherever you are and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.